Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, a spokesman for Hamas's military arm, the Isadine al-Qassam Brigades, warned Israel today that attacks without prior warning on people sheltering in their homes in the Gaza Strip would result in retaliatory execution of captured Israeli civilians. The threat came after Israel announced a full siege of Gaza on the third day of fighting since Hamas's attack began. Uh, Israel's military and in, uh, intelligence apparatus was caught completely off guard by Hamas, resulting in heavy battles uh, in its streets for the first time uh, in decades. Now, Israel has been stunned by a surprise attack and death toll unseen since the 1973 war with Egypt and Syria. That is fomenting calls, of course, to crush Hamas no matter what the cost, rather than continue to try to bottle it up in Gaza. So what is the feeling amongst people in Israel? Joining me now is David Weinberg. Mr. Weinberg is the director of the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs uh, Israel office, and he is a senior fellow at the Mizgov Institute for National Security. He joins us now from Israel. David, thank you for speaking to us today. Uh, my honor. Uh, give me a sense of what you're seeing and hearing today uh, in Israel. Well, to be honest with you, uh, Jazz, the situation is is grim. Uh, this is the worst. Israel has suffered the worst assault um, on its uh, populace and its security in its 75 years existence. Um, more than 1,000 Israelis have been slaughtered by um, Hamas terrorists who broke into Israel uh, from the Gaza Strip and with, with almost 3,000 Israelis injured, that the numbers are, are, are simply um, uh, enormous and, and, and frightening. It's the singlest, blackest weekend in the history of Israel. And, and even 40 hours after the incursions by this radical Islamic Iranian-backed terrorist group, there are still terrorists loose in southern Israel with firefights ongoing in several locations. And worst of all, they've kidnapped um, at least 100 Israelis um, into Gaza. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're out in the street, is it, uh, is it just quiet in most, most Israeli cities, even if they aren't close to Gaza generally? Are things just very quiet? No, not really, because simultaneously uh, Hamas has been firing rockets and missiles uh, into Israel, over 3,000 rockets and missiles over the last couple of days, uh, as far north as, as Jerusalem um, and Tel Aviv. Um, and there are concerns that um, Hamas's sister organization, another Iranian-backed radical Islamic group called Hezbollah, which sits in Lebanon, is about to open up a second front um, on Israel from its northern border. So the country is on edge. Almost everybody, including me, um, has a son or a son-in-law who has been mobilized uh, on an emergency draft. Uh, the Israeli army is, is based on, uh, on its reserve forces. Uh, Israel has mobilized 300,000 young men 
over the last three days uh, into the army. Um, and uh, so everybody is, it's, it's very personal. Everybody's affected. Um, it's very scary. Um, it, it, it's, it's also very, um, what should I say? It's also infuriating. Um, the, 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 the audacity and brutality of the attack is, 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 is astounding. Frankly, Israel was caught um, unprepared. Mm-hmm. which is also infuriating. Uh, Israelis are demanding answers uh, uh, from their government. Um, and we all have the sense that um, we're facing a long war uh, because we have to fight back. The, the um, government in Israel, there always is, um, co- there are usually coalition governments, of course, and there's always you know, disagreements on a variety of issues. In this case, I'm going to assume that this is galvanized opposition parties, parts of the coalition, uh, and today the, the leadership is thinking as, as, as one Israel at the moment. Yeah, that's correct. Um, in times of such adversity, um, Israelis come together, um, and by tomorrow morning, I assume, we'll have what will be called a national unity government, bringing opposition parties um, into Prime Minister Netanyahu's a ruling coalition government. Um, uh, when Israel is forced into war um, and is literally fighting for its life, um, the public is is pulling together, and our politicians inevitably uh, have to do so as well. How important is the broader Jewish community in communities like in countries like Canada and communities like Vancouver? How important are they in regards to uh, just support? Uh, whether it be economic or whether it just be uh, philosophical, but how important is the ex- expatriate community here, the broader Jewish community? So Jews around the world um, hold a, a close affinity, and there are uh, many, many and deep ties uh, between uh, the Jews of Israel and the Jews of, of Canada. Um, Canadian Jewry is deeply invested um, in uh, the prosperity and, and the success of Israel. Um, every Jewish family in the world has friends and relatives um, who live in Israel, and that's true of the Canadian Jewish community as well. I myself um, made Aliyah, immigrated to Israel some 30 years ago from Toronto, uh, Canada, um, and I have friends and relatives you know, all, all across Canada today, and um, everybody feels this 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 attack, this assault, um, as an attack um, on them. There also is um, a danger. Um, there is a threat um, made explicit by uh, the Hamas and Hezbollah terrorist groups and their main patron, uh, the Islamic Republic of Iran to expand their uh, offensive operations against Israeli and Jewish targets around the world. So the Jewish community in Canada is on high alert. Are the Israeli people, uh, I, I guess the right way to phrase this is, are they are they uh, accepting of a long war here? This is not something that ends in a week or a month or even six months. Are they accepting of a, of a long war? I don't know how to answer your question when you use the word accepting. I think uh, Israelis are resigned. Um, first of all, they're shocked. They're shocked. Uh, the events of this weekend were a real shock. Um, no one 
believe that an assault like this um, against Israel and such a barbaric assault um, could succeed, but it did. Um, and therefore, um, the public is resigned. Uh, Israel must clear the Hamas terrorists out from the areas they've invited. We have to reassert control of our borders. We need to assemble a full and verified picture of those kidnapped and missing. And as I said, we have to prepare militarily for the, the possibility, maybe even the likelihood of this war expanding into a multi-front war, as I discussed mm -hmm. earlier. Um, we can't go back to the status quo ante where every couple of years Hamas starts another altercation with Israel and shoots several thousand missiles into Israeli civilian areas and Israel strikes back with some pinpoint military strikes, which don't do much. Um, after an assault of this type, uh, which has shattered Israel's security uh, invincibility, um, Israel has no choice um, but to uh, crush um, Hamas, and that is not going to be a easy or short military campaign, unfortunately. David, uh, I know it's a very challenging period uh, uh, for your country. I just wanted to say thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I appreciate um, the concern um, of, of, of you and and of many Canadians, I'm sure, um, knowing that um, uh, sister democracies um, have our back and are uh, supportive of the things that we will need to do to restore our security um, is greatly appreciated. Thank you.